and action. Hey guys, welcome back to the Multiplit Show. We, as mentioned before in the last two episodes, we are a group of tech enthusiasts and also the self-acclaimed most interesting and least prepared podcast in the world. Guys, yeah. As you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Today we have four of us here, Nenad, Anj, Ojas and Jay. And we're going to be talking about some interesting topics. Most specifically, our big topic, Windows 11, (laughs) recently released as as of recording this episode, and with many interesting new issues that will be highlighted by Ojas. Ojas, take the wheel. So yeah, uh, so uh, welcome to the concerned 86% of uh, world users of Windows. Uh, there's a new version of Windows, yeah, so everyone's super excited about it. So Windows 11 dropped about last month, uh, and it has generated, let's say, a large amount of controversy. That's the software to put it. So, okay, so first let's start with the good features. So Windows 11 is bound to come in the by the end of this year, so November, December. And the biggest change is it's essentially Windows 10 with kind of a skin over it. So. You know, if, if you ever see search of photos of Windows 11, it, 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 it's kind of a mix of Windows 10 and some Mac elements. They move the, the taskbar to the center, uh, which if you ask me as a Mac user and who has also used Windows, it's very Mac-like. Uh, they say it's for touch users, but again, uh, you know, uh, I mean, design languages are design languages and you really can't affect. And obviously uh, it did, ruffle a few feathers uh, in that sense when people were like oh like you know windows purists were like oh why did they move this to center why are we turning it into apple i mean it's, it's all about the ergonomics and that's all that really matters now with the new windows obviously uh, with the new design and design is very subjective so i just wanted you know to ask everyone how it goes um starting starting with lunch how do you feel about that design honestly it's it looks much better than windows seven or eight ten like i hated ten at first but it's grown on to me eleven just looks like a macbook ripoff at this point what do you think about it uh yeah i i pretty much all about it now tell me oh yeah um i honestly tried to use a mac i'm more of a windows person and the whole mac software is quite contradicting and is hard to learn and one major thing is how they claimed it's catered towards touch users. I had a touch Lenovo yoga laptop a couple of years ago. It was one of the worst investments I've ever made. It cost 7,000 dirhams. Yes, I'm not joking, 7,000. And wound up going very slow within six months of buying. The touchscreen stopped working. No web pages loaded. So touchscreen laptops are, I'm quite against them and especially people making softwares and operating systems catered towards it. But all in all, I expected to see Windows like take a step forward and I just haven't seen that with Windows 10 to 11. Hey, but hopefully we always have all the numbers up from 12 onwards for them to improve. What do you think about this one, Jay? Yeah, I think um, Windows 11 is like a a cheap version of of Mac um, and there isn't, that much of a step up, uh, like you said, from Windows 10. Like many of the features, like like Spotlight Search, are way more cheap and way harder to use compared to to Mac. Um, 
as a Mac user, I can like I find it easier to use Mac because I've always used that software, um, and I guess it it caters to like my to my style, and I'm really used to it. But yeah, I think many of the features are just not there, are not developed enough to be um, to be yeah out there compared to Mac. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, that that's, that's a really interesting. I mean that's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, Windows Search is renowningly horrible. Uh, but having again used Windows Search for quite a few years, I would say it's it's been on a steady improvement path. And obviously, like we all can tell, you know, uh, Mac OS versus Windows can never be settled. There's something Mac OS will do better. There's something Windows will always do better, right? Gaming on Mac, imagine. Huh, what a joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, that that's pretty much, I, and, and that's what I'm interested in, JSTick, because JSTick is coming from a Mac person. Jay, have you used a Windows like laptop for like a long, long time before, like as a main computer? I know Anshan and R2. Have I you? used to, but for the past like six, seven years, I've been using a Mac, so. All right, so yeah, that, that, that seems like a cheap skin over a Mac. Uh, that, that, that seems a pretty interesting take. Another thing that's coming uh, back, I wouldn't say it's coming exactly back, but uh, um, I don't know, uh, from Windows Vista. Uh, is widgets. So um, I don't know if you're a boomer out there uh, or a boomer like me, you might know that Windows Vista and I think some mods within XP and 7, I can't remember, we had to download like a third party application, you used to have that super cool like clock widget and like the temperature and like the interactive CPU power. Oh. Which was, like, like, yes. like they have on Android phones. Like uh, I, I wouldn't define it as exactly that useful. In, in XP, they were never useful. They were just for like uh, you know, like, you know, the Android widgets and like iOS widgets are actually useful. It shows like, you know, apps you use, your content mm. and stuff. That was just stupid. That was just like an animation of a clock just moving around or like CPU power and just like time based. But in Windows 11, it's actually useful widgets. So, uh, you know, once you swipe from the right or really any action that you can customize within Windows, uh, you get to choose a set of widgets. And within the start menu, that the, those live tiles and this live widgets, they keep moving and they keep showing it, you know, weather, clocks, etc., etc., etc. Nice thing. Um, and yeah, you know, you can always personalize them how you like. It helps in your workflow. I mean, again, it's a very subjective thing to judge upon. You know, some people like it, some people don't like it. But the good thing about Windows is you always have a lot to open. Yeah, that's, I think widgets are actually quite a useful feature in that you can put on as far as I'm concerned, as an Android user on my phone, I always put a Google search tab there, a phone, a calendar, a weather app to see what the temperature is, whether it's raining or not. And those that just makes my life very useful from day to day. Um, I don't know if you guys agree or if they have similar on Apple phones, but to me, that's actually very useful. Like if you're sitting in a cafe about to leave, then yeah. It's useful, but there's a problem. Microsoft uses Bing search and you can't customize it. Ah. <laughs> All of it is oh, easy no. from Bing search. And uh, you know, anyone who has... Used I think it, we can say pretty unanimously, there's a huge minority that likes Bing over Google. <laughs> a huge minority. I think zero people or if you... Uh, or what was that one ad that showed up in like 2014 or something with like in a movie? He's like Bing it. And I'm mm. like, I cringe so hard. What was that scene or something? I can't remember. Whatever it it was it was such a like crap ad and it was, it was horrible. So yeah, I mean it's 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 Bing search. Um, we all know how reliable it is, um, <laughs> and uh, it's also the fact that because of these personalized widgets and tiles, and as we saw in Windows 10, and, and during the time of Windows 10 as well, it generated a lot of backlash. 
but now Windows is collecting more of your data. So Microsoft, you know, slowly, slowly they're integrating more and more of Outlook and more of more of ads, uh, you know, within the start menu. Uh, and that ultimately leads to a question of security. Like, you know, Windows has been a trusted OS for like millions upon millions of people. And as we know, the price of Mac OS, like price of Macs in general is a bit higher, but you need the mm-hmm. argument for Macs over Windows for that higher price has been the fact that, you know, our OS doesn't show you ads on your face compared to like Windows. So uh, that, yeah. that initial investment. So, but again, I want to know all of your opinions. Like, would you rather, you know, just pay cheap or just go with those ads? Adding on to what Oja said, yeah, he's a, like, I forgot what I was going to say, but Basically, like the software is there to make sure that you utilize as much hardware as you can. Let's take Nenad's la- Lenovo and a MacBook, for example. They're the same price, but Nenad's laptop, they spent maybe like 75% of the budget on its hinge. Like the hinge had like seven different chains on it. But then there was the quality. But then there's Mac, which has like durability. Like they know how to effectively bring out like for editing softwares, etc. Maybe not gaming. But like utilizing for productivity, Macs are unbeatable. Yeah, and also like Macs, um, because I've been using the same Mac for like six years. I don't use it anymore because it's like it's beat. Like I, I dropped it. But otherwise, it 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 worked completely fine. And from what I know, uh, Windows laptops like they conk off after like three four years. I have no idea why. OJ, you can explain. No. But, but like, but like they just slow down. They just slow down. I don't Look, know. I, I, I have heard this opinion many a times that Windows laptop don't last. The problem is I used to have an old Windows laptop that's 10 years old and that runs better than my current Mac. My current Mac has broken down four times in four years. Is it an Mac. HP as well? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, Surprisingly, yes. so uh, long. I mean, yeah. So again, it's, it's about bound to personal experience, but obviously I have heard that people argue that it's a cheap computer and because it's a cheap computer that you know uh, this windows breaks on easily but it's changing right three four years ago i would argue with that fact that there was nothing compared to like the looks and ergonomics of a mac now you have something like a Dell xps or you know you have something like razors you have something like asus zephyrus you have so many laptops that are really able to compete so you can't really say it's cheap at this point right i mean yeah but as much as Windows versus Mac is a debate, it's a debate that we could go on debating for a lot of time to come. But I just want to ask you guys one key concluding question. If you guys were given the option to either stay with Windows 10 or upgrade to Windows 11, what would you guys pick? What, what would you say, Anj? Stay. 100% stay. I'm so used to it. Like, I don't even need to look at the monitor now. I just move my mouse around. I can navigate it blindly. I'm just so used to it. I can't be asked with the change anymore. Uh, what about you, Jay? I mean, you're a Mac user, but if you were given the option. Yeah, I think I would stay. I agree with Anj. I would stay with Windows 10 because, uh, well, I can't really say, but like when there's a massive change in, in uh, iOS in the operating Mac OS system, uh, it gets really confusing to like navigate. So it's like I can compare it to a situation where I was changing from Windows to Mac. That kind of took a long time for me to get used to. So I guess it's more it's confusing if the search bar and everything is all is in different places. 
And what about you, Ojas? I think all changes for a usually a good change. Personally, I would go with Windows 11. Uh, seeing, but again, Windows, you know, uh, has to still come out and show its true colors when it comes in December. And realistically, after the use cycle and after you know Windows passes its beta, and we all know that Windows has its massive bugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after it passes through all of those, then you know, I guess we'll determine. And foreshadowing, you might not even have the option to upgrade to Windows 11. More on that later. Oh, okay. Well, that was a, maybe a slight bit nerdy, but let's go to the least nerdy segment of the show, which is everyone's favorite, Anshu's top 10 list. But this time it's a top 6 list because, well, Anshu gave up. Uh, yeah, don't say that. We didn't have the budget for top 10. So, with that being said, I have prepared my top 6 for today. So, are you all ready? Yes. No. Anj, what's the topic for the top six? <laughs> I think everyone Mobile phones. I realize the fact that I used to own a Nokia 3310 and I would argue that's number one, but you know, that's not how it exactly works. That was my first ever phone. <laughs> we just my guy, 3310 launched in like 2015. Yeah, it was second hand from my dad. That can't be a first phone. It was my first phone. Really? A yeah. 3310? Yeah. Sure. I big phone. I smashed out a snake on that. Oh yeah, the, 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 those phones were, to be fair, very amazing. I owned one for many years as well. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, well, Anj. Let's begin. My well, top Anj. 10, number 6. It's the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, yes. this may yes, sound I controversial. Yes, I you, Anj. Okay? Anj, it revolutionized airport security. <laughs> <laughs> Except that. It was a revolutionary phone for the time it was out. I uh, almost convinced my dad to getting it three hours before the first reporting of the of the explosion. Uh, oh god! I love the fact that on first you said top ten. Let's go to number six. <laughs> <laughs> Second, secondly, yeah, it did revolutionize phones. I wonder why. Yeah. You know, it, it it was it was a real spark in curiosity. <laughs> well, I it definitely blew up the technology industry. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> indeed it did. It, it blew up some planes as well, but that, 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 that's fine. Uh, Don't worry about the hippity boppity. Uh, uh, I mean, at least it had a nice pencil with which you could write, I guess. Yeah, the battery was extremely large, you know, like the battery lasts for so long. <laughs> yeah. Anj, what's number five then, after seeing this revolutionary, insane, explosive invention? After this is arguably the best phone of all time, but it's number five to me only because it was really like slow. It's the HTC Dream. I think you guys don't know what it is, so I do. Okay, of course, the nerd does. Of course, all just is the nerd. This yeah. stereotypes have been developed very quickly. Yeah, no, but unstyle wide. Why is it number five for you? There's two reasons. One, it's the first ever Android phone. Despite coming out after Apple's phone to fight against it, secondly, Barack Obama was the first person to get it. That itself is enough to show that the ex-president of the U.S. liked it. So, must be uh, good. Uh, Anch, it's great and all, but I won't trust a phone named after a Minecraft YouTuber. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't trust President Obama to get. Oh my God. I wouldn't trust President Obama to check my phone and review my phones, you know. Oh, I trust him with my life. I would. Over Trump and Biden, I definitely would. <laughs> Biden. 
Okay, no, but Ants, no, seriously, why, why, why do you prefer like it? So honestly, it took like the Blackberry's keyboard, it took the smartphone, it merged it together and made this dream of a phone, hence the name. It was uh-huh. genuinely so like nice to look at. It even had like an ergonomic design. You know why I love it? Tell me. Because it slides, bro. Like generally, just yeah. imagine like snapping your phone every day, all the time, like fidgeting. Okay. Just imagine. Yeah, yeah. fidgeting with your phone. It's so. Just funny. imagine having like a uh, like a fidget toy on in your hand the entire day that you can. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, sliding right? it up and down okay. is so fun. Oh well, this came in two thousand eight. Well, oh, uh, Anshfasat number four. Number four was my first ever phone. It's the Huawei or Huawei or Huawei B40. Huawei doesn't miss. Huawei does not miss. I mean, it did explode on me after seven weeks, but it was a banger of a phone. I still have the parts in my room. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, the Chinese government would be proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got this the time when they were like, Especially in suspect of India, this is all that's remaining of the phone. Well, you guys can't uh, see it, but for everyone who cannot see it, Anj is holding up the bare remains of a skeleton of a phone. Uh, uh, I wouldn't even define that as a skeleton. That's like it's just the motherboard. <laughs> it's it's an aluminum frame with a camera module. Oh, this is, this isn't even of the Huawei camera module. This is oh, an iPhone oh. camera module. What are you doing with the phone? <laughs> it blew up. Like I mean, know. I guess. I guess it had nostalgia. You had nostalgia. This was the Note 7 before the Note 7. But he's, he's making it easier for the government to track him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, just open up the phone. Mm. More access to the camera, you know? Yes. You know right, speaking of access, Anj, can we have access to number three? Okay. Why do Oof. you say it like that? Okay, number three. I'm pretty sure you all will agree this should be here. The Nokia 3310. This wow, somewhat... we were speaking just about this one. Um, <laughs> Foreshadowing. No one against this one, right? I mean, you, you literally can't stand against it. It will, like, break you. I'm scared of breaking my floor with it. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So, I, 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 I have an experience with the 3310. So, this is quite... This is a real situation. I'm not picking this up. Okay, it was a Nokia 3310. I think I dropped it from, you know, a metro station. I dropped it from, like, the first floor. Mm-hmm. It fell down the escalator. It, it like... Bounce off the escalator two three times, and that thing was intact, I'm like not... intact to like it didn't even get a speck of dust on its plastic. I don't know if this is appropriate to ask, but was the staircase okay after that? <laughs> yeah, it was an escalator. The escalator. It's an authorized bad. weapon in some countries. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you could break a skull with that. You definitely could. <laughs> could just like caveman stuff. <laughs> caveman. Okay, to the business end, Anj, number two. Number two. So, many people think this was a very, ter- like, the arguably the worst phone that came out of last year. People think this went ooga booga caveman brain and took some plastic sheets and made this terrible product. But I think it revolutionized the industry. Of course, I'm talking about the Samsung Galaxy Fold. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the yeah, naming. the yep. Samsung Fold phone, the one that you... Uh, yeah. Snapping words. It just feels uh, cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a plastic uh, screen. You can rip it with your fingernail. Oh well, I wouldn't define it as eighty-five hundred dirhams as cheap, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I it mean, feels. Cheap. <laughs> I mean, Look, it does no, fold. It does fold, and you know what? Props to it. It's it's a first generation phone. Like uh, it's a new concept, and it's a first generation, and they still did a working. They made a working yeah. phone. That's props to Samsung. 
speaking of fold, let's let's fold and end it. Uh, I can't I can't segment uh, like Minaj. Okay, Sorry. number one, drum roll, please, OJNJ. Come on, don't stop. Okay, it is the iPhone 5S. iPhone. 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 Okay, on the spot, there are Chinese phones defined in left market. iPhone. iPhone. Okay. Why? Yeah, we want the listening. Wait, you guys don't agree with this? Nope. No, we don't, Anj. My God. Okay, this was the, the I look I recently got a new phone but before this I had a 5S for about 7 and a half years which was honestly I've dropped it off let's say a metro station as well like a 30 foot up in the sky or for you plebs are about I don't know how many meters like 5 meters plebs yeah and it's intact it never had a screen protector I mean sure mm-hmm. the screen died on like the last day I had it but it was my childhood every single thing about me was because of that phone oh well i mean controversial mm. i definitely would say that the 5s is probably not the best apple phone no but i disagree with you then nah, 5s 5s it's, has a legendary place it's within the, it's the most beautiful phone iphone i apple has made like period it's like a fact the touch the fingerprint without the square in the center that weird looking square the Aluminium back. It you can't go wrong. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's more durable than the iPhone 6s. I have to say. Oh yeah, you can like, bend that. You can yeah. bend the iPhone 6s, but I mean, like, no, just like Anch, I've had my 6s. I don't have an iPhone 6s. Do let us know what your top six or ten or whatever would be by DMing us on at the Multiple Show on Instagram. We're very interested to hear your takes. Uh, yeah one one thing to add um we may not respond because we have many dms coming in like so like, like, we get like we get like thousands of requests like please could you please feature in this episode but you know we can't accommodate everyone we just like to say that right now but we do need um, all of your messages and love your support yeah but yeah. we we yeah we want that guys kind of creepy we all encourage you you know um the sharing your thoughts sharing how you would like you know What you what you feel about our podcast? Why, if you think Anshu's opinions are wrong, which they most definitely are, um, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know whether you just want to nerd out, have a chat with all of us nerds. Uh, you Speaking know. of nerd out, I think now what we are going to do for this episode and this episode only is give OJ some time, or just to just nerd out, monologue, and to all of you tech enthusiasts out there, you can listen. And probably give your opinions as well. So, or just take the wheel. Yep, yep, yep. You all better get your popcorn and your airplane sleeping pillows because it's going to be a long ride. All right. So back to Windows 11. So we were talking about. Um, so I'll just go on a rapid fire of quick just Windows 11 features, uh, just so that you know we can get it out of the way, right? Uh, so we talked about the design. We we talked about the fact that you know there's widgets. Now there's uh, also there's better integration of Android apps. So that's a thing that macOS has always had advantage on that the fact that their OSs are so integrated within iOS and macOS and iPadOS but now they're slowly adding within Android apps as well you can find you know Android apps in the Amazon App Store which is present in the Microsoft Store which is kind of stupid right uh, there's better with the Microsoft Teams integration because obviously Microsoft Teams is amazing um there's also Xbox Tech for better gaming so remember the Xbox app you know where you should control your Xbox oh well now that's coming back 
right? And yeah, you you have features something like auto HDR, and that that's a massive thing for gamers. I won't deal with it here. And there's also future support for direct storage that's you know super fast storage without with very small loading times. But again, a topic for another day. Uh, there's also better virtual desktop support. So like again, you know, on Mac, it's amazing like how simple multiple desktops are. You just click with that one plus button and it's like end of the desktop in Windows is stupid, right? Uh, but now they're adding support for it. And now they're also adding support for the fact that how your laptop switches, like a Windows switch from a, a, a monitor screen into your laptop and vice versa. You know, the snap groups and snap layouts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and written multitasking. Ah, that's a lot of new features. Uh, all right. Now moving on to the actual nerdy part. Microsoft has generated a lot of controversy uh, with the launch of this because turns out a lot of people can't even actually, you know, upgrade to Windows 11. Why? Now that relates to one essential hardware component that essentially a lot of people, like half the people don't need to be concerned about, the other half do. And it's a very important feature, something known as a TPM or Trusted Platform Module. Specifically, Windows 11 and Microsoft require TPM 2.0 modules to be present within laptops and within PCs uh, in order to upgrade to Windows 11. Now, let's start from the basics. What's a TPM? A TPM is essentially, you know, it's a, it's a hardware device on your motherboard that stores the cryptographic keys for, you know, verifying that your computer is actually correct and verifying the passcode and, you know, all the private keys that are held within your computer. Now, as some of you might know, and I hope you do, right? Uh, <laughs> I love how you're all sleeping. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, there, there, there's something, uh, I think if you're a cryptography nerd, you might know there's something called a public key and a private key. They're linked mathematically using prime numbers, right? And there's, there's multiples of a prime number or something, blah, 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 blah. It's long keys, cryptography, safety, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And TPM 2.0 are ex especially important over for Windows security. Now, if, if the simple point is, if you don't have TPM 2.0, you can't upgrade to Windows 11. The fortunate thing is, if you have a laptop that's around 2015 or 2016, a new year, new year, new year, newer, or you have a self-built PC, yes, after that time, you don't have to worry because you already have a TPM 2.0 built into you. Now, if you have bought a PC from a system integrator, which surprisingly is a lot of people, Turns out you might not always have a TPM 2.0. And that problem arises because you know companies like Asus, companies like a Gigabyte, and NZXT. Uh, oh no, NZXT doesn't, it's not a system integrator, what am I talking about? Uh, what's the thing? Origin, they're a Corsair. All of them, they're trying to save every single dollar they can out of you. And so they put TPM 1.2 models, uh, modules instead of TPM 2.0 because TPM was never really a required thing for Windows, but now TPM 2.0s are really required. Fortunately, in order to install a TPM module, it's actually pretty simple, right? You just you you can buy a TPM module uh, module off of you know your motherboard vendor, so you know OEMs, ASUS, Gigabyte, all of them sell, right? And that's pretty easy. You either stick it in one of the PCIe slots, or you just stick it into a USB port, and but I think you're done. Unfortunate problem is. You know, some people don't spot around, uh, but we kind of have a disease going on, right? I, I don't know what it's called. Is it the Conora virus? What's it called? Conora virus? Uh, no clue, right? And um, because of thing, uh, because of the problem, right? Uh, we have a GP shortage going on. 
and you know electronic shortage is going on and because of that electronic shortage well we have a tpm shortage as well a silicon shortage right and you know because of that silicon shortage now what's happening is really scalpers are buying tpm 2.0 modules and they're inflating the price by like 10 20 times it, like a tpm module should cost like what 20 dirhams 30 dirhams now selling for like 300 400 which is generally outrageous right you go to your oem you try to buy oh well they don't have any they're out of stock bam so th that's very positive news now um well there, there's also workarounds around the tpm and, and by the way first of all if you want to check if you have either have a tpm module it's pretty simple right uh, windows guys just go into your bios right um you know just go into your bios check your settings if you have uh if you have a tpm it should be written tpm 2.0 and within that you actually have to enable it i don't know why windows or like any bios never does i mean tpm is is a good thing it's good for security it, it helps you generate logic cryptography trees which is more security and um, but i don't know for some reason they're not enabled you have to go and enable it in your bios go in there and then you can install it now if you don't have a tpm 2.0 module well there's a problem right there are workarounds um, but unfortunately well it's a security risk so what's happening right uh, right now um is there are certain like workarounds around requiring a tpm 2.0 module and you know the the, the problem arises uh, once the final version of windows releases because these workarounds really are made for the beta and the beta is again as we know it's a beta it's not complete so i mean obviously yeah, that there will be certain workarounds that might be passed by windows especially if microsoft wants to like you know um really protect and really care for the people's security which we all know they do um they they would patch these paths and ultimately cause problems so uh if you if, if you, you well as i said before you can either add a compatible module or you can what happens is when you're on the windows installation screen or well, right now it's a windows beta module uh, it's a it's a windows beta program and the beta program is installed within windows 10 where you have to go into your settings and you have to click your os and then you have to enroll into the program and then microsoft sends you a key and then you download with that key and then within the, the, the thing it actually works right and you know by pressing escape or something i can't remember yeah okay so when you when you click that beta install windows 11 beta install you can like ask you for tpm enabled you can click escape or skip and then you can still install it but then it specifies you you know um you don't have much time left right uh what time left oh my god <laughs> you you don't have the tpm and like the fact that you know it won't work <sighs> so long story short you need a tpm if you don't have one get one right if if you have a laptop you're chill if you made your pc by yourself which i know i did you're also chill right go into your bios check your setting it should tell tpm 2.0 right uh-huh and uh this thing if you have a modern cpu you know one and again naming is also stupendous within the technology world right uh this thing you also need a trusted uh platform module or tpm but there, it's intel um you know calls it trust uh, platform trust technology pgt which is just yeah and amd ryzen chips use ftpm right so that's that's just naming that, that there's nothing special so yeah I mean, that's pretty much it, um, you know, just guys.
don't buy a modern computer if you're win- Windows 11. Uh, right? Oh shit, you're done? Right. Oh no. Good morning. <laughs> Guys, Good morning. everyone, wake up. Makes sense why none of you wanted to upgrade to Windows 11. <sighs> well, thank yeah. you, Ojas. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. Uh, uh. Yep. So here's our first episode. Uh, Within Windows 11, we hope you liked it. Um, as you can tell, we are very prepared. Uh, yeah. We are the best podcast we know. Joe Rogan is nothing in front of us. Um, yeah. So yeah. All right. We so yeah. We will see you guys next time. And Ansh, let do you want to say the words to end the episode? Thank you all so much for listening. And bye. 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 Bye.